welcome to COVIDcast. COVIDcast is a working together against corona campaign made possible by Search for Common Ground Nigeria with the financial support of the European Union. Its content are the sole responsibility of Search for Common Ground and do not necessarily reflect the views of the European Union. The campaign is aimed at supporting an effective conflict-sensitive response to COVID-19 pandemic in a way that prevents further deterioration of social cohesion in a fragile context in Nigeria. I am Joey Shekwonujimbo. And today, I am joined with Dr. Solomon. My name is Joey Shekwonujimo. It's a beautiful week right here in the city of Joss. And of course, we are talking about COVID-19 with respect to Plateau State. And we have a lot of things that we've talked about as regarding how you should be keeping safe, how you should avoid misinformation and myths on COVID-19. If you're confused about information as regarding COVID-19, Search for Common Ground came up with a toll-free line. You can call and ask any question and somebody will be at the other end to receive your questions. And guess what? The calls are actually free. Uh, The bill is on them. As you are calling them, it will be billed on them. So it's as simple as that, just for you to have the basic information as regarding COVID-19. So today, we'll be talking about the importance of the face mask after vaccination. Now, it may interest you to know that all over Nigeria and, of course, Plateau State, we have rumors making rounds on social media and a lot of people have concerns and they are saying there is no need wearing face masks after vaccination. And there is this rumor and uh, myth, again, that said, if you're actually vaccinated, why should you wear a face mask? Why should you social distance? Why should you wash your hand why should you you know ensure you practice all the safety measures that was put together by ncdc to make us keep safe and today we'll be talking to dr solomon chalom he'll be talking to us why we should be having or wearing our face mask and of course be keeping safe during this period and of course if you have any question, he's one person that is very active on Twitter, Twitter team. I'll be leaving all description on how you can even get across to him on social media. So, um, nice to have you, sir. Um, you tell us, why should I wear my face mask after vaccination? All right, so um, we all know that um, the use of face masks is one of the important um, non-pharmaceutical you know, measures that have been rolled out with regards to, you know... Um, the protocols in terms of the prevention of the spread of this disease and any other respiratory disease. And I want you to to note that second part of my statement and any other respiratory disease. So um, people have asked this same question over and over as to, okay, why must I wear face masks again after I have been vaccinated? So I am going to give you three basic reasons why you need to wear this face mask. One, okay, so the first reason is that um, the face mask, much as the wearing of the face mask, the campaign for the wearing of face masks, you know, got intensified at the onset of this pandemic. The face mask is not exclusive for the prevention of COVID-19 alone. It is for the prevention of respiratory or droplet transmission. So COVID-19 or SARS-CoV-2 virus is just one of many respiratory diseases. There is tuberculosis, there is anthrax, there are many other diseases, the influenza. So the reason for wearing a face mask, you know, especially in this world where microorganisms are emerging and re-emerging, you cannot say 
it is just for the purpose of SARS-CoV-2 virus alone. Tuberculosis is also there, so that is one reason. The second reason is the fact that the uh, SARS-CoV-2 virus, which we are talking about, is something that is still evolving in terms of mutation. Every day we wake up to find out that there are new, newer variants of this you know, virus. As it is now, the world is running helter-skelter to hide from the onslaught of the Indian variant, which has been confirmed to be one of the deadliest. Why is it referred to as Indian variant? Because I know there was a UK variant yes. at some point, I think two, three months ago. And what should we look out for, this Indian variant? Yeah, so um, the um, reference to it as Indian variant is just for the purpose of convenience in mentioning. I could mention the specific with regards to the genetic codes, but it may not make much sense to many people. For example, the UK variant is B117. The South African variant is B315. Right, so this uh, reference with regards to a country is because it was first discovered in that country, right? So the UK variant was first discovered in UK, South Africa. So this Indian variant was also first discovered in India. And you were talking about the mutation of those viruses. So it's mutated version that is referred to based on location. Very well, very well. So um, these, these are variants, these are mutants of the parent virus which showed up in Wuhan in 2019. And, and of course, this variation is basically a little change in their genes. Yes, basically due to maybe weather or uh, some certain form of inconveniences. I have said it over and over that the word mutation is basically an adaptive feature of this virus. They want to survive. For example, if um, you are in a room and I storm in and I want to hit you, by reflex you raise your hand to defend. Yeah, so it is, it is basically a form of adaptation to survive. So under high, um, uh, like uh, when the place is too hot, before you know it, you have removed your shirt, right? When the place is too cold, before you know it, you have added, you know, a certain shade. So, these things are controlled in these viruses at the molecular level, the genetic level. So there are a little changes there that uh, now make it look a completely different organism. Basically, in the scientific explanation, if the DNA-DNA homology is, you know, beyond 70%, we name that organism differently from you know the parents so um yes so back to what we were saying for the fact that this virus is constantly mute, yes mutating the vaccines that have been rolled out were developed from the parent virus so with these slight modifications in genetics also come some modification in infectivity the question now is Based on these mutated viruses of, or the new variant of COVID-19, does it mean that if someone from India, for instance, travels into Nigeria, does it mean that we're going to be infected again with another variant of COVID-19? Because the name was actually a, an Indian variant. So 
Can you just explain these things for us? Yeah. So if the person coming from India is infected with that Indian variant, right, and comes into Nigeria, of course he's going to spread it. But whether people that have been vaccinated will fall for that virus is the, the third point that I want to make now. Right. So the third point is that we need to also still wear masks after vaccination because um, after the vaccination, we have not gone to for, for our zero monitoring status. Zero monitoring status is that your sample needs to be taken and checked to confirm that your system has actually recognized this vaccine and has developed sufficient soldiers to conquer that agent and its brothers, which are the variants now. Exactly. So without that, the precautionary you know, use of the face mask is highly advocated for. It is just a precaution. It is not in any way diminishing the effectiveness of the vaccine. It is not in any way passing a vote of no confidence in the vaccine, but it is a precautionary measure. Just like I have said, the first is to shield you against other respiratory diseases. The second is paradventure. There is a mutant that, you know, the danger parts differ from the one that were used to produce the vaccine we are consuming now. If it has other parts that are dangerous, that were not captured in, you know, the vaccine that have been rolled out, then those parts that have not been captured may still pose a challenge as we have in some of these the mutants but then the third one is that science works on evidence right for the fact that you have taken a vaccine you have the certificate does not mean that your system has developed capacity automatically we need to follow up to take your sample to check and do an analysis to say, yes, this guy has responded maximally. There are enough fighting guards in, in him that can shield him. So unless this is done, this, pro, uh, um, this, this precaution needs to still be on ground. All right, thank you very much. He gave three salient points on why you should wear your face mask after vaccination because this virus is mutating and of course you need to shield yourself. My name is Joey Shekonojimo. I don't know if you have any questions, you have any concerns, feel free to always reach out to him. I'll be dropping the link to his Twitter handle. He's very, very active. You can also check his Twitter handle. He has been dropping a lot of blog contents for you to read and also have proper understanding as regarding the COVID-19 and how you can be staying safe. All right, with this, um, I don't know. Do you have one or two uh, last word for that one person listening to this? Okay, yeah, so um, my last word is that um, we must know that um, just as humans are becoming complicated, microorganisms and even the environment is also becoming complicated. 
So um, one sure way to stay on the path of health is to furnish yourself with information. But then, this information, you must source them out from credible sources. A lot of people, especially on social media, you know, are scavenging on what is not credible. And, you know, you see them holding tight to such um, issues. So the infodemic, as it were, is also as poisonous as the pandemic. So there is need for us to, you know, guard the information that we access and also make use of. So stay safe and God bless you. I don't know. Have you heard of any latest rumor or myths of COVID-19 recently? Um, I have not heard of any. The only thing that seems to have trended, you know, in the past one month is the hesitancy of people towards the vaccine. And, and of course, most of them were wondering why other diseases like malaria or typhoid were we're not giving the attention that COVID-19 is given. And some of them also have issues with governments. During the COVID-19 heat uh, period, uh, you know, they were locked down and nobody gave them any form of like the palliative. And then they woke up to hear that billions have been spent, you know, on whatever. So anything you mention with respect to COVID-19 angers people. And, you know, that anger is perhaps because of the way government handled issues. But by and large, those things form what we refer to as the hesitancy. So far, I think the media has done a lot to, you know, defeat issues with respect to misinformation. Yeah.